Welcome to Society Talk. I'm Dave, and for this episode, we're going to talk about the societal issues in media and information. If you love to discuss the things in the society, then you are in the right place. This is Society Talk, and together, let's face the reality in society. Our first topic for this episode will be the social media addiction. People use social media to stay in touch with family and friends, even if they were hundreds of miles apart. However, it has evolved throughout time. Social media is being employed in a variety of ways. Businesses, nonprofit groups, and even politicians, for example, they are using it to reach people. Teens and young adults, on the other hand, utilize social media as a virtual scrapbook to capture every element of their lives as they live it. There are even influencers with significant social media followings who utilize their following to promote a product, service, or group and obtain support for it via social media. Even for isolated populations, social media is a vital resource and a method of connecting them to the rest of the world. Some folks break out in a cold sweat just thinking about not being able to check their social media accounts. They get anxious and worried, unsure of how to deal with the circumstance. When this happens, therapists typically call it social media anxiety disorder, which is related to social anxiety disorder. As social media consumes more and more of a person's time, it becomes the most essential aspect of their lives. As a result, the user will spend the majority of their time on social media and exert less time doing the things they used to like. Social media is a great way to capture and share your life, particularly with faraway friends or family. However, there is such a thing as too much of everything in life. If you spend a lot of time on social media and becomes nervous when you can check your postings or see what others are up to, something is wrong. It's time to make some sacrifices in order to genuinely live life rather than merely focusing on the trend. If the sound of your notifications are keeping you from being productive, there are options to turn them off in your settings. You may also erase the applications from your phone and gadgets. You may return to your job without the temptation of checking your messages in this manner. While many people may use social media on a daily basis without issue, many who suffer from social media addiction are obsessed by their need to utilize and interact on social networking sites. Fortunately, the illness is relatively curable and many people have healed. Setting boundaries and limiting screen time are two of the most effective techniques to break a social media addiction. But if the addiction is too severe, then you may require professional help.
Second, let's talk about the digital divide. The internet is rapidly increasing and not all countries, particularly developing countries, can keep up with the rapid developments. The phrase digital divide does not always indicate that someone does not have access to technology. It might simply refer to a technological gap. These distinctions can apply to high-quality computers, fast internet, technical support, or telephone services, for example. The distinction between all of this is also referred to as a gap. The global digital gap also adds to inequity in access to technologically enabled products and services. Persons living in countries with limited access to computers and the internet benefit from greater education, which can lead to higher wages. As a result, people living in countries with restricted access are disadvantaged. Technological discrimination is a kind of poverty and social exclusion that denies some persons access to critical resources for growth and wealth creation. During the COVID-19 pandemic, many students and employees found it impossible to work from home and keep up with their lessons online. Affordability is one of the most significant barriers to technology adoption in both developed and poor nations. Because of the high expenses, a significant number of individuals are unable to utilize the internet. Smartphones and laptop computers are costly. Even though technology is a need, taxes, fees, and electricity are all factors that contribute to a high technological expenses. With this being said, how can we encourage people to purchase these digital gadgets? The internet relies on infrastructure to send data between two or more computers in various regions of the globe. Lack of sufficient internet infrastructure is the situation in many third world nations, means that such areas of the world have either weak internet connections or none. In conclusion, the digital gap is only a symptom of a far more serious problem in our economic progress. And this is a problem that exists in both developed and developing countries throughout the world. The digital divide will be bridged after the economic issues of low education, inadequate infrastructural development, and low quality of living standards are addressed. Our last topic for this episode is all about cyberbullying. Bullying has never been so inventive and hence devastating in human history. Cyberbullies use the internet to propagate hatred. They use the internet to purposely and persistently hurt, scare, or upset people, which is typical of hate speech spreaders. They harass those they perceive to be weak and defenseless, degrading them and ruining their reputation. Despite the fact that cyberbullying has grown harmful and seemingly uncontrollable, there are ways to deal with it. They aren't on their own. 
victims of cyberbullying are twice as likely to attempt suicide, especially if others watch them suffer and do nothing. In a desperate attempt to get attention, some people live broadcast their own suicide. Aggressors may be searching for a reaction because they believe it will give them control over you and you don't want to encourage a bully. When it becomes to revenge, fighting back against a bully transforms you into one and can lead to a chain reaction. Remove yourself from the situation if possible. The only good news regarding bullying that occurs online or on mobile devices is that it can typically be recorded, preserved, and presented to someone who can assist. You should keep that proof in case things get out of hand. You can block someone in most social networking applications and sites. Do yourself a favor and block the bullies. Whether it's through an app, texting, tweets, or tag photos, you may also contact the service to report the issue. That won't stop it, but you won't have to deal with it as much, and you'll be less motivated to respond. If you are receiving threats or physical danger, you should contact your local police department with the assistance of a parent or a guardian and consider reporting it to school officials. If you love listening to my podcast, then follow me and together, let's face the reality in society. Let's combat all the issues arising in our world. Thanks for listening to Society Talk and tune in in my next episode.